Welcome to I Am Divine, a podcast for those choosing to level up in our world. If you're ready to take your game to the next level, listen to our weekly coffee chats with incredible humans taking remarkable risks to live their best lives and providing tools, resources, and opportunities for people just like you to do the same. Welcome to the I Am Divine podcast, where we have real, raw, and open-hearted conversations with incredible women, just like today. Melanie's one of those people that you meet that you just know they're going to be in your life for some time to come, and I'm so excited that I get to share part of this journey with you. Melanie is a self-acceptance coach. She helps women on their journey from self-hate to complete self-acceptance. On her journey of rediscovering herself, she uncovered a passion for sharing her story and reaching out to help others. Melanie has been to the depths of broken. She woke up every morning hating herself, hiding out from the world in a fear of being seen. It was in the labels that she placed on herself, the wife, the daughter, the stepmother, the employee, that she realized that she had lost who she was. When she started to rediscover and reconnect, who she was and she realized that she was full of love and compassion, that she was strong and determined, that she was in connection and in truth. She was a beautiful disaster about to create a new chapter in her life to help others. She now shares her passion and her journey and her story to connect women to help them not this incredible conversation that is real, raw, and full of possibilities. Good morning. How are you? I am great. Thanks, Melanie. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yes. Beautiful morning. Here we are. Right? Yeah, totally. I'm so excited that we're having this converse, this me coffee too. chat today. Me too, me too. Everybody, as I mentioned, I'm here with uh, Melanie Dawn and we are, we're going to talk about gratitude and we're going to talk about chaos and we're going to talk about um, authenticity and we're going to talk about a lot of things and it's just going to show up the way that it's need to show up and, and be how it needs to be in order for you to get the most out of the possibilities of this conversation. I love that and you're so- saying that, that we're not... We have no plan on how this is going to go because the world is a bit messy right now and we'll see where this takes us. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's kind of so like, uh, you know, one thing I love about you and, and, and why I really wanted you to, to do a, a coffee chat with you was because of just that. Like yeah. it's just now in the moment that authenticity, that realness that everybody needs because we have such a pre- you know, and I, I hate to say this, but it's, I, I, for me, it's true. I believe we have this like premeditated bubble that we're in. We don't really know what's going on, how it's going to be, what it's going to look like. For sure. And so we have to just show up the best that we can in the moment and be real with what we're experiencing in order for us to be able to move through this wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So t- tell us, so you are a self-acceptance coach. Yes. What does that, you know, I have your bio and I, you know, I've recorded it, but tell me what does that really mean to you to be in a state of self-acceptance and supporting people through that place? So when I started my business as a coach, I was a food freedom and body image coach. 
And for the longest time, that just didn't sit well for me. That title, that label, because I was still in the midst of my struggle of food freedom and body acceptance. (laughs) So no food freedom, food. Yeah. Food freedom and, and now I can't even remember what I used to be. So I had to, I had to transition that into something that felt more real to me and something that I was living in was self-acceptance. And it has been a long journey. It is still part of my journey, but I want women to know that they are worthy right now. We are born worthy. We are worthy. No matter our weight, our size, our color, our anything, we are worthy. And somewhere along the lines, we have lost that sense of worth. And, and I know that there is another way to live than beating yourself up every day. And my mission is to help other women see that in themselves. Mm, That's so beautiful because yeah. it's so true for so many. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I've worked all over the world and I've worked, you know, and, and when it boils down to is that worthiness, like I deserve for whatever reason, the stories, the traumas, the experiences yes, ha- in this world have stopped us from believing that. Mm-hmm. And so helping people to, you know, that even that authenticity, like I was labeled, this is the label that I created for myself or a program that I was in or whatever it is that, you know, this, I needed to be this label. That label didn't fit with me. It didn't mm-hmm. stick with me. And so as a result, like I shifted mm-hmm. in order to be more aligned and authentic to who I am. And as a, re- I mean, as a result, I, I, I watch you on social media and I know you personally mm-hmm. and you just exude that you exude that authenticity. You exude the, the realness that draw that people are, are so craving, mm-hmm. but maybe don't have the ability to step into that space. For sure. For sure. You know, I had an interesting conversation with my sister this week around, you know, she's working at this huge bank down in the States, huge promotion. Like she's absolutely killing it doing like million, two million, three million dollar contracts for banks. And she is still struggling with her self-worth. I'm like, do you hear yourself though? You are so successful in so many aspects and still we cannot see or value our worth in those moments. Yeah. It's just so interesting that you think other people have it so together and we're all kind of just in the same boat right now. Just, you know, and for me, I've been in survival mode for like three months now and I've really stepped away from my business and my, you know, showing up online because I knew I had to take care of myself right now. And for me, that meant taking a step away from my business. Before COVID happened, um, I had, like, I was making huge leaps in my business and had all these plans. I had 12 workshops planned for April and it was like go time when we got back from holidays and you know, to say I was disappointed was an understatement with having to cancel everything. And, you know, my headspace just wasn't clear enough to be able to switch that to all online. So I just kind of stopped and I, I just kind of stayed still in the moment to see what I actually needed and craved right now. And it was just to be for a little bit. And now I'm like finally coming out of the trenches right now. Oh, and it feels so much better that I allowed myself that space to Mm. just be. Because when you have, you know, I will never have time off like I did 
it was the most unproductive time. And I felt so guilty because I should have been working on my business and I should have been creating content and I should have been, you know, should have been, should have been, but all I needed was just some peace and silence and just time with myself just to be. So once I got past the feeling of guilty that I should have been doing more, that's when things started falling into place and I started to feel better, you know, Mm -hmm. just allowing that. Yeah. And you know what, you touch on something really important is that a lot of, there's a a lot of guilt and shame, right? And guilt and shame is super unproductive. Mm -hmm. It is. (laughs) Yeah. But we carry consciously and subconsciously we carry, you know, when we step out of a social construct that we had bought into for whatever reason, right? Like I needed to be productive. I had 12 workshops. I had, you know, and when we step away from that to be, you know, quote unquote, unproductive, as you said. Yeah. Right. There is this feeling of unworthiness Mm -hmm. or whatever that shows up like, Mm -hmm. Oh, why am I doing this? I have it so good. Like what, you know, and there's all of that stuff. And then there's a a piece. This this is a particularly for, you know, for women, I think where they go, but then I'm, you know, if I'm not doing something, then what am I here for? What is my purpose? And I think that was a huge part of my issue during this last three months of like, quote unquote, lockdown is everything that I knew and loved and was, I don't want to say taken away from me, but I, I'm a helper of people. I connect with people. I do things for people because I have time. And then that was taken away where I couldn't be creating these workshops. I couldn't be helping my girlfriends with whatever. I couldn't be watching my nieces for my sister when she you know, she really needed me and I, Mm -hmm. she lives in the States, so I can't and couldn't be there for her. And that was killing my soul. And then I had a friend point out to me, like, maybe this is your time to actually like not help people and just do you right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, aren't you smart? (laughs) Right? Like (laughs) that's exactly what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we are in a no, I think, I know, um, I should, I need to just own that. So I know we're in a paradigm shift yes. where, um, and I've talked about this with other people in other podcasts, but it's becoming more and more apparent. And I think your illustration of that, the doing, the doing, the, the fixing, right. Mm-hmm. Of others, mm-hmm. um, is not necessarily the healthiest of feminine energy. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. It it is when we are in a state of wholeness within ourselves, ah. but the doing the doing is a is a is a is a masculine trait, right? Like it's like do be have achieve more, right? right? And it's just like whereas the feminine is about sitting with and and gathering our energy and bringing resources and nurturing and doing. So when we're not in our full state and we're not in that place, then we can't fully be present because Mm. self is involved in that. And so what I'm hearing you say, which is so beautiful because it's an awesome illustration of it is like, okay, I just, I needed to just be with myself. I Mm -hmm. needed to honor myself. I need to sit with myself. I needed to, whatever it is that you did in that three months time that allowed you to be, you know, and show up how you are right now. And, and I think, you know, growing up, not 
like growing up and in society, it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of frowned upon just to, and, and maybe that's what I've made it mean as well. Like if I'm not doing it there, that means I'm lazy. That means I'm unworthy. Mm -hmm. That means Mm -hmm. I am not capable of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Right. And, and I think we need to move past that and allow, just allow some space for ourselves and see what shows up. Yeah. Yes. You know, one thing that was like lighting up my soul was I I thought if I can't, if I can't be helping people, I wasn't in the position to be accepting um, payment for services because I was, you know, unfortunately laid off of my paid job. So I wanted to do something. So I created these like beautiful workshops for young girls and led, I think, I think it was 24 girls through this, through these two programs and, you know, being able to do that because it meant me helping my friends because now I'm like babysitting for an hour while these kids are doing (laughs) my workshop, yet still being able to offer the things that bring me so much joy. So it was, yeah, it was really cool to switch over to do something different to, to allow myself to show up too. That was cool. It was, and it also made me realize that, that our, our young girls need guidance and direction through, through their growth. Cause I think it's, I didn't realize how much of a problem self-esteem Sorry. I think I lost you there for a second. I think you did too. Yeah. Are we back there? Yep. We're back. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think I, I didn't realize how much the young girls needed guidance and direction through self-esteem issues and through until I sat down with the moms and spoke to them before these workshops. So I think we need to instill this self-worth and these values in these girls at seven years old, eight years old to, to allow them to grow with confidence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, you know, and and when their mother has been repeating patterns of social constructs that may not be aligned with what she truly needs and wants, yes, then that is mirrored in the behavior and the learnings, the teachings unconsciously to those young girls right. who are then growing up with the same constructs. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, providing that space of, of self-reflection, of learning, of connecting inward, of, mm. you know, whatever it is, um, is so valuable at that young, impressionable mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. They say that a girl's self-confidence like taps out at the age of eight, I think it is. Yeah, it's low. It's, it is low. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, I um, think boys, it's, it's like 13, but girls is eight. We can do better. We can do better for our girls. We can do better. It's so amazing that you were giving, given an, like you were, gave space and opportunity for those girls. It was so beautiful. And so what, you know, I'm really curious, you know, for you, um, as that, as a self-acceptance coach, as that, like, what have you learned in this time, like in doing that workshop in this time of reflection, what did it, what have you taken away? Like if there's like three or four things that you've taken away from that time, I'm really curious what have you have you reflected on that yet or is it in progress? Well, I think that 
life can be so simple and we make it so difficult for ourselves. Like even with something like gratitude, it doesn't have to be something major. Like right now, I think I said to you in, in the pre, like the paperwork that we did before, like right now, the sound of the birds chirping right now and the sound of my water fountain, peace Mm -hmm. right there. I am so grateful for these moments. I'm grateful for connection. I'm grateful that I met you. There's so many things that, that just, and, and I have to tell you my, my, um, essentials journal has been such a valuable addition to my day. And I would, I I need to thank you for it because starting your day with some, I've never had like a morning ritual, morning practice. And since receiving that every morning, I sit down, sometimes I forget at night. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Every morning I sit down and do that because it focuses your day on what you want to bring into your day. Yeah. It's just such a beautiful addition to my, to my daily routine now. It's, I love it. I love it. It's such a powerful, you know, and I'm not saying that because I created it, but it is like a, you know, it, it is a powerful tool in that it is. I curated it because when we go about our day without any intention, yes, right? We may have an intention. I got to do work. I got to do this, but really get mindful about what we need for ourselves. Well, and it's such a hustle, need. right? Stop. Yeah. Just stop, pause for a moment, yeah. reflect, connect in. And then at the end of the day, like the learning and the three questions at the yes. end and the gratitude. And what I, you know, I noticed people that have used that journal is that gratitude piece. And we know there's lots of neuroscience about this, but really ending your day with gratitude and watching that list grow over the 30 days right. and be like, wow, like I got, I started off pretty simple. And all of a sudden, like I've got these huge, wow, I've got so, and what a difference that makes for when you wake up in the morning. hundred percent. Right. You go to bed with that thought and you wake up. Yeah. It just, it changes your whole mindset. And it, it has allowed me to get present in moments where, you know, lately I've kind of been, you know, kind of all over the place. I'm not going to lie, but it makes you focus in and just be present on the moments, whatever those moments are. And sometimes it is this big grand thing that I'm so grateful for whatever, but, but some moments I'm just grateful to be able to take a deep breath You know, I went through that. So I'm, you so graciously asked me to be part of the 40 day wellness challenge. And when I recorded my video was a pivotal point in my life. And I just want to offer this up for anybody else who is struggling out there with any mental health or anything going on right now. It's been a really heavy time for a lot of people right now. Mm -hmm. And when I sat down and did that video, I could not articulate my words, my thought. I, I probably sat down 10 times to record that. I couldn't, I couldn't articulate my words. I didn't know what I wanted to say. I had zero focus. I always show up as a happy, vibrant, confident person. And I actually ended up in counseling and at the doctor's office because I'm like, something is wrong with me. And about, I think it was maybe like a month or two ago, I was diagnosed with depression and I had never, I've always, I have always thought of myself and identified as an anxious person. You know, I have Mm -hmm. anxious tendencies and, but I couldn't figure out what this other part was. And I've never, 
thought I was a depressed person. So me having to hear that diagnosis was tough. Why? Because what did I make somebody with depression mean? What did I make depression mean? And I really had to, Ooh, I really had to deconstruct what depression was to me because for me, depression was, you know, somebody who can't get out of bed and somebody who's like, you know, Eeyore, Eeyore that's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. moping around. And that was not me. Like I show up on the outside happy. I hide a lot of my stuff because sometimes it's easier, but depression isn't just that it's lack of focus. It's not being able to articulate your words. It's, you know, I was exhausted. I was sleeping a lot, waking up completely unrested. There's so many other symptoms that I was so unaware of. And Mm -hmm. I realized it because when I went to do that video, I knew that something wasn't right. And for that, I'm so grateful to be involved in that 40-day wellness challenge because how much longer would I have let this go not knowing that I had an underlying medical condition, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm so thankful for you and for that opportunity because it opened up a whole new part of my life that I didn't understand. You know, and it's, uh, thank you for that. And like, it's funny because the, the intention was is to invite people who had a lot of gifts that I believe that would be useful to other people so that it's just like a win-win all around, yeah. right? And for a lot of people who I asked to do the challenge, they had a real hard time making videos, like being authentic on video, sharing their gifts. Um, And what it raised for for people, what it brought to light for people was really fascinating. And so this is what happened. So this is actually a a great little segue for us because we talked about a little bit about you know, why you do what you do and the authenticity of being in that space and talked about the importance of gratitude and what that's done for you. What I know what it's done for me. I mean, it, I would not have made it through my postpartum anxiety had I not had a gratitude list. I actually found it the other day and it was like this every day. I just kept adding, I'm so grateful for this bed. I'm so grateful for my daughter. And I was just like, you know, and I, and it it just brought me back to like how important gratitude is. Mm -hmm. Um, And challenging ourselves to step out of so when we move through on the other side of social constructs right like I need to my life needs to look this way I need to look this I need to say these things um you step out of that there's an experience of shame and guilt Mm -hmm. right that Mm -hmm. shows up in our lives and then there's an unwinding that happens opportunity comes in where we need to take a risk yeah and we either step into the risk or we have fear and we step out of it Right. And avoid. Right. And so (laughs) your choice is like step, you stepped into it. And as a result, had an awareness Mm -hmm. or an understanding that deepened your sense of self and connection so that you can support yourself. And as a result, other people even more. Oh, absolutely. Like I woke up this morning and like I can breathe again. Like how, Mm -hmm. and it's just bringing awareness into the part, you know, not the parts of me that are broken. I'm not broken, but just, just bringing in awareness of something's just not right. Like what, what's missing. And for me, like I still haven't shared with a lot of my, well, actually almost nobody, my experience of depression, because there is still a stigma 
attached to depression. I do think it is getting better in society. And I will open up about it because I think it's a really important conversation that needs to happen. And I think once I am, you know, once I do step back into social media um, and start posting and showing up again, I'm definitely going to share that because I think that a lot of us hide in silence and embarrassment and shame and guilt and, 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 Mm -hmm. and I'm done with it. I'm over it. (laughs) I am. And so how, what does that feel like? So so to to say that, to admit it and to feel it like, Oh, good. (laughs) It just feels, it just, it feels so light. Like it just feels so light to be able to, and I know once I out myself to like the public, it's going to feel even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's like kind of the, you know, I, I describe it and you, I may have shared this with you or analogy with you before. I'm not sure. But um, when I do my stuff with my, my youth, um, I get them to imagine they're wearing a backpack and they go along life and, and something traumatic or terrible happens to them or something that, you know, cause them to have fear or uh, angst or grief or sadness or pain. And it's like taking a backpack and, or sorry, taking a brick and putting it in their backpack. Mm. And then they walk along life and then something at school, somebody teases them at the schoolyard or something else happens. A teacher points them out or whatever and it's taking another brick and it's putting in their backpack. And we go through life mm-hmm. carrying that backpack. Mm-hmm. And then eventually that backpack, you have a choice. It's either going to pull you down mm-hmm. Or you unpack it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And so when we unpack it and make, get clarity and get understanding and find the strength and the gift underneath that brick and we able to own it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, right? uh, the unpacking is ugly. Oh, it's ugly. It's so it's gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. It's, the, it's, it's not a great feeling at all. And it's like, highly it's not... recommended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. You need to, you need to unpack. You do, you do. And I think by, you know, and this is what I've learned along my journey is the more you express and open up about your struggles and your journey, you allow other people to step into their strength Mm -hmm. and start sharing and talking about it and realize that none of us are alone in this journey. None of us are alone. And, And doesn't it feel better to know? Like I follow this one girl on social media and she did a post on depression, never met her in my life Mm -hmm. and we now have this like bond and connection because we were both kind of diagnosed with depression at the same time and it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. and to know that you totally get what I'm saying right now and and I asked her I'm like how are you she's like I'm just gonna tell you I'm good I'm like no but like how are you She's like, yeah, I just, sometimes it's just easier, easier to say I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, I totally get that. I totally get that. And then she did a post last night saying like, today is the first time in a long time that somebody has asked me how I am. And I said, I'm good. And I meant it. Like I meant it. What a win. Yeah. What a win. I was like, I'm going to celebrate. Yeah, of course (laughs) we do. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, and it's funny, I just got this flashback that you're talking about. I was um, on my acupuncturist table, and I'm telling her, you know, some of the experiences that I'm having in my life. This was mm, probably about a year ago. Mm-hmm. 
And I thought, and I was like, I just, you know, the point where you kind of, you've, you've held it for so long yeah. and then you just go, <laughs> you know, and so she's needling me. She's needling, she's got my forehead, top of my head. I got, I got, I don't know how many, 50 needles probably, you know, in my body. And I just like, and then she just, she stops for a moment. She's standing kind of like in front of, I'm, I'm face down, right? Yeah. So I can't see her. And, um, and, uh she's standing in front of me and she stops and I could just like feel like her pause. Right. And she just says, I got to tell you, there are so many women who get on this table who have the exact same story. And I, I just just remember, I just remember like laying there after I'd been like bawling all of this stuff inside of me and then just verbally like verbal diarrhea, just like all over and she just stopped and just held space for just a moment. And I just started crying, crying. and, of course you know, did. probably opening up my energy fields in my body. Right. But this is the thing we hold on, we hold on, we hold on. And then that one share with somebody who understands yeah. Yeah. can make a world of difference. And as a result, I've now had other people come to me and say, Loretta, this is my story. This is what's <sighs> happening to me. And I can go, Oh, honey, sit down. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yes. Let's chat about this because I got I got some things I that got I can you, share girl. with you. <laughs> no, it's so true. It's so true, and and opening up is scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're completely vulnerable to anybody, everybody's opinions. Chances are, you're probably going to get some good support. There's going to be haters. Yeah. That's okay. I'm. You know. You do you. You do you. I'm going to do me over here and know that I am going to connect with the people that are supposed to connect with me. Yeah. yeah. That's all. It's, it's funny. So like same topic, different scenario, kind of global climate right now. Mm-hmm. I went to take my daughter for pizza last night mm. and the people there are like, they love my daughter. Like they come I, in they're like, oh, such guess a, who's oh. here. <laughs> so my daughter feels very special. And so we does. go to pick, <laughs> we pick up, we pick up the pizza um, and have a little chat and, um, and it was funny. We were talking about how this particular person that works there, um, was just avoiding all social media, all interactions, mm. all political conversations, all like, she's not sharing anything because of the fear of if she does oh. the ramifications, totally. but then just fasc- fascinating. So then she shares with me, but not sharing People have unfriended me. People have done this. People have oh. called me, uh, called me names. People have, you know, started spreading rumors about us. Uh, you know, and I was just like, what? But this is true, right? So you're damned if you do, hundred percent. If you don't, hundred percent. And so why? So then my 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 you know my coach hat's always right. On, so I was <laughs> like, so I said to Jacko, so I'm really curious. What are your values around this? And I'm really like, what, what are your values? And so she was sharing about like, she just wanted to stay true to herself. Mm -hmm. And I said, that is what will help you to weather any storm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you find and connect to those core values, if you stay like your authenticity, gratitude, like whatever it is that your core values are, and you're locked into that and you know them and you're clear with them, then you can show up in any space and you can say, I'll do me. You do you. Like you just said, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right. And I'm going to continue to be, um, you know, full of self-love. I'm going to f- continue to be of service. I'm going to mm-hmm. continue to be present, mm-hmm. you know, because that's where I'm coming from. And I'm going to allow everything else, right? Yeah. 
And I mean that with nothing but love. Like, you do you. Of course. Yeah. I, I, but I mean, especially there's so much going on in the world right now. And it is sometimes scary to talk because you don't want to say the wrong things. And I think everybody's doing the best they can with what they know. Exactly. And I have learning to do and I have expressed that to friends of mine and and I'm open to it so you know at first it came with a lot of guilt now I'm like no it's not going to come with guilt it's going to come with me being open to learning new things Mm -hmm. that I didn't know before when you know better you do better and I've promised myself moving forward with myself and the world I will continue to educate myself on world issues. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, right? And it's about holding that. And in, in that it's not avoiding being present to what is. Nope. But it's about not being guilted Mm -hmm. or shamed into participation Mm -hmm. because that is not authentic. Right. And it's not helpful. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you are uncertain or unclear and you're not sharing, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Or if you're certain and clear, you know, and, 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 but the thing is, is doing you, you know, what feels right for you and in integrity with the needs of the world, yes. then you, you really are in an advanced place of being because most people are not even conscious. No. And I don't want to be those things. Right? I don't want to be guilted into or having to prove myself to yes. anybody or anything. I'm doing this on my own watch and, and taking the time out to, you know, further educate myself. And that's what I've chosen to do. I don't have to do it on a public platform. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I know so that I'm in doing- that. So, so I'm so, so in that, in your doing, I'm curious, like, do you have a couple things that really support you doing you? Like, do you have a couple tools that you find, you know, either helps you or your clients to really be in your authenticity, to really be in that state of, am I being my best person today? So I have learned that I have to stay in my own lane, um, the thoughts and feelings and actions of everybody else. I cannot take, I can't take on. Um, I I want to be true to myself and, you know, offer my support to others when needed, but also not, I've really had to learn boundaries. I've really had to learn boundaries because I have, I haven't had boundaries. I don't think ever in my life. And, you know, especially lately with everything in the world right now, Boundaries have been incredibly important, you know, for my, ener- for my energy levels, for my mental state, for my just, just knowing what I have to offer and where I have to put that wall up where, nope, this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable time-wise or, you know, just, just really staying true to what I need right now. And if I have extra to offer after, great. If I don't, lose the guilt. Everybody's just, everybody is just trying to survive right now. It is survival mode throughout the world right now. Um, That's definitely one thing that's helped me is having very clear boundaries, staying in my own lane and not allowing others 
thoughts and opinions and reactions affect me. And I've worked a lot with the, there's one model that I have learned through a few different coaching problem uh, programs that I have taken. And, you know, your thoughts create your reality. Circumstances are just circumstances. They are facts. You cannot change them. They are just that. But our circumstances create our thoughts, feelings, actions, therefore create our results. And if you take the thoughts and the feelings out of the circumstance, it is just that. It is what we make those things mean that give us the results in our lives. So I've had to really get conscious on me not allowing my feelings to drive where I'm headed in my life. If that, I don't know if I'm articulating myself properly, but Mm -hmm. you know, a a circumstance is a circumstance. You cannot change that. It just is. But once we start putting our feelings into the circumstances, that will change the whole series of events down to the results that you have in your life. Yeah. So, you know, that's a, um, uh, model that I use, I'm going to say probably daily. Start with the circumstances. You break it down to the feelings that you have, the thoughts that you have about the feelings, about the circumstance, right? It's the trickle-down effect down to the results that you're getting in your life based on the feelings that you're having about the certain circumstance. So if you change the feeling about the circumstance, you can get better results in your life. So that's been a, and, and I should probably, if I can attach some uh, worksheet maybe to this, or if I can somehow get that to you, I would love to share that um, with people and work through the model because it is, it is quite helpful. So definitely that. Boundaries. What else? Yeah, just waking up with intention, especially right now. Waking up with some intention, putting thought into your day, getting present in the day, and even trying to, through moments of the day, I, you know, I am back to work now, so it's been... Um, a little bit more challenging, but I've had to be really focused on, okay, what's going on with me right now? And just getting back into the present moments and just being, I, my head gets going and that's it. Okay. Present moment. Just focus on right now. You don't need to think about what's going to maybe happen in the future or, you know, dwell on what's happened in the past. What are you doing right now? And what, what can you do right now to create more love and acceptance in your life right now? So those are some definitely tools that help me throughout the day. And those are some beautiful things. I don't know if you want to get those on your website or somewhere where people can kind of click on them and then connect with you to go through them. Yes. Um, that might be, and then we can just, um, get them to head over to, uh, why don't we do this? Well, let's plan this right. right? Of our <laughs> coffee chat. If you are able to put a link in your Instagram, yes. um, then we can, uh, send people that way and they can access it and connect with you and the, you could help and support them. Maybe walk them through that experience. <laughs> it's a little bit easier on paper. And when you're du- directly dealing with the circumstance yeah, to go through it. <laughs> Yeah. No, but it is. I mean, that exercise is so helpful because what happens is, is that when we are triggered um, in a circumstance, we automatically revert back to a traumatic response, Mm -hmm. which is the fight, flight, or Mm -hmm. freeze. Mm -hmm. 
And so I just actually posted about this on my Instagram a couple of days ago. And so when we're in fight, flight or freeze, we're either going to attack, we're either going to run, <laughs> or we're either going to just like be a deer in headlights yeah. and be like, uh, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. And then we're going to make meaning of that, our, our reptilian response. Yeah. And we're going to cycle through a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if we have an opportunity to go, okay, that's the circumstance. Here's my initial reaction mm-hmm. and feeling to this. Mm-hmm. I'd like to create a different scenario or experience around this. Right. Mm-hmm. And become conscious and, and, and work through it. Mm-hmm. We can, um, I mean, we're just, it's just so much more empowering and, and then we have a choice. Well, and it's always about the choice, right? We're like meaning yeah. making machines and yeah, it's not always a good thing. <laughs> no, no, it's not. And, and that meaning usually comes from going back to the beginning of our conversation, that lack of worth or, yes. or not having. Oh God. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. No. And no so then, then it just creates a, a spinning cycle of um, unhealthy behavior. Yeah. Um, poor boundaries, you know, all kinds yeah. of stuff that kind of show up in, in and around that. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. No, that's a beautiful, I think that is such a beautiful tool to be able to share and guide people with so that they can have a, empower themselves to have a less uh, uh, reactive experience yes. and be proactive yeah. in their, yeah. in their well being. So thank you. You know, and detaching um, from outcomes of things too, I think has been really helpful for me. I used to think, well, if I do this, I should, I should get this from it. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this. And what comes my way, I, you know, open to receive, right. Being open to receiving whatever is coming your way, instead of trying to be like controlling every single aspect to get where you think you should be like completely detaching from that. And so many more things end up coming your way when you do that. Yeah. And and it's a process that that giving up can be very hard. Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, so um, awesome. Thank you. So this is uh, just to finish up our last kind of yeah. minute here that we have together. If there is one tool or thought or question that you might outside of what you've just given that you might offer somebody to step more into self-acceptance, mm-hmm. what might that be? I would say be comfortable with being uncomfortable. This growth process is, it is the ugliest, most beautiful work that I have ever done. And it is so uncomfortable and it is so, so worth it. So worth it. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank Thank you you so much for this conversation. Thank you so much for, um, just sharing your gifts and your talents and your authenticity with the world because it does, you do make the world a better place. Well, I'm so grateful that I've met you. I am. I can't even express to you how grateful I am to have miraculously come across you in my life because you have been such a gift and I'm, I appreciate you so, so much. So much. Thank you. It is a mutual feeling and experience. Thank you. Thank so you so many much. Many more years me. of connection. Yes. And, and one day uh, again in person. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. absolutely. 2027. I'm coming over. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.